0: Hi, beautiful friends. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here today. Today, we're going to talk about praying. We're going to talk about when we pray to God and ask him to turn it around, right? Turn something around in our life. It can be anything, right? It could be a hard situation, us forgiving someone. It could be a diagnosis. You know, it could be our marriage, You know, a relationship, so many things. But this is what we're going to dive into today, and I cannot wait to get started. And your family. This is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen, and let's be encouraged. This topic today about prayer and about seeking God and looking for God to um, change something in our life, right? For Him to show up when we seek Him, it is obviously something that is on our minds and our hearts and our thoughts and our prayers so often right? I mean, whenever we're going through something, we are thinking about this. And of course, you know, most of us are trying to uh, give glory to God and we're giving thanks to God, you know, in our days and we're, you know, continuing to work and do that, you know, which sometimes can be hard when we're going through a struggle or a difficult time or we're feeling less than our best selves. But Today, we're going to dive into the, how do we try to look to God and to his promises to have him help us turn something around? This could be both our perspective, right, in our, um, our hearts, but having a change in both those things, giving us wisdom for what we're walking through. And then it's also actually, you know, the change that we're praying for, that we're asking for. Of course the trick is it's not always on our timing, right? It could take longer than we think. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to look at some scripture and we're also going to look at some things that Pastor Mark Patterson talks about that I think are so uh, great on this topic. They really just really put some things into context that I think it helps us in this area. So here we go. Okay, the first thing is actually today's episode was inspired by this song by John Reddick, God, God turned around. And in the song, he talks about calling on the name of Jesus and that God is doing something right now. Right. And it's such a beautiful song about the work that God is doing in us, through us, but in our lives. Okay. So if you haven't heard that song, it's, it's a great song. And I think it's really encouraging, especially if you're praying and you're praying hard about something that you are you're asking for his help in. All right, so here we go. So the first thing that I want to share is uh, Jeremiah 29. It's 11 through 14. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come come and pray to me, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you. So I think that's the first thing, right? Is truly coming to him and seeking him, you know, with all our heart, you know, not just in a passing moment and thinking that we're going to see some great big thing from that. And what I like that Mark Batterson says says in his book, Circle Maker, is this about um, praying and that sort of thing. He says, praying hard is more than words. It's blood, sweat, and tears. Praying hard is two-dimensional. Praying like it depends on God and working like it depends on you. It's praying until God answers, no matter how long it takes. It's doing whatever it takes to show God you're serious. And then he goes on and says a few other things I want to share. He says, persistence. How desperate are you for the miracle? Desperate enough to pray through the night? How many times are you willing to circle the promise until the day you die? How long and loud will you knock on the door of opportunity until you knock the door down? He calls this holy desperation. And then he says, people took desperate measures to get to God and God honored them for it. Nothing has changed. God is still honoring spiritual desperados who crash parties and climb trees. God is still honoring those who defy protocol with their bold prayers. And he says, the viability of our prayers has more to do with intensity than vocabulary. That is modeled by the Holy Spirit Himself, who has been intensely and unceasingly interceding for you your entire life. And then He says, basically, for us to be uh, to live unoffended by God when things in our life and in, in the prayers we're asking God to answer don't happen on our timetable. And He says this: Most of us live in a period of ellipsis, which it, ellipsis is it indicates a pause in speech or an unfinished thought when we're waiting for God to answer a prayer. And then he says, You can give up or hang on. You can let go or pray through. You can get frustrated with God or choose to live unoffended. Jesus promises blessings if we are not offended when he does things for other people. And then he says, The circle maker's mantra 100% of the prayers I don't pray won't get answered. And lastly, he says, An old preacher's sermon was, Uh, never put a comma where God puts a period and never put a period where God puts a comma. Oh my goodness. Right. So good. And so I think part of this is, yeah, we are working on our human idea of time, right. Which of course, for God, that's not the case, you know? And so that's the first thing. And the second thing is, you know, in his books, in all of Mark Patterson's books, but especially in Circle Maker, he gives so many great examples of people that were bold with their prayers, both in the Bible and then in, um, you know, in the last hundred years, he'll give examples of, of story in stories people that he either knows or he's learned about. But in those stories, you know, he talks about huge changes or miracles that happened when people prayed through the night, people came together in prayer, people came to a prayer meeting prepared for what they were asking for. There's one story about a drought uh, somewhere in the United States. And the one farmer in particular comes in his waiters, and they hadn't had rain. And I don't know if it was months and months or what it was. But the story, of course, was so compelling because he believed the miracle, the prayer answered. He believed the prayer was going to be answered already. right? So he was already prepared for what he was asking God to do and so sometimes it's our bold action, our bold words and then our bold prayer life that you know has these things that shows God just how serious we are. And I think that's so important. And then another uh, example is you know in the Bible and I've read about this multiple times from different pastors but in the Bible Jesus asked the blind man, "What do you want me to do for you?" And that's in Luke 18:35 through 43 and Basically, God knows what the blind man needs, but He wants the blind man to tell Him. And you know, much like um, we're being asked by God, I know what you need, child, but what is it you want me to do? He wants us to tell Him about it, and also He's respecting the choice we have, right in our in our prayer. And also, what it is we want, we have choice, and so I think that's an important. Idea to bring up, right, is that um, we have to one ask for it. We have to pray and keep praying because it isn't on our timetable. Keep praying to God for what we want His help with, what He we want Him to turn around. We have to then understand that it's in His timing, not ours, and keep praying and not be offended, as Mark Patterson points out. And I think it's so important because this can be hard, and sometimes. The Turning around might be the um, softening of our heart. It might be learning wisdom, and it might be learning that in our suffering, in our hardship, that something else is coming of it. And I want to share with you what Lisa Turker says. And actually, it's in one of the. It was in First Five on December 12, thousand eighteen, and she said, uh, "Let's see. When we seek God, we see God." If we find ourselves in an incredible, disappointing place, a place we don't want to be, a very long season of suffering that just goes on and on, or one we know will not be changed on this side of eternity, it's easy to start feeling that some of God's plans don't apply to us. We can even slip into the mentality that we somehow slipped through the cracks of God's good plans. Let's cry out to him in the midst of our suffering. Let's earnestly seek him ask him to help us. Look at our circumstances through the lens of His love instead of a lens of disillusionment and disappointment. We are not forgotten or forsaken. And our long suffering won't seem nearly as long or nearly as painful when we know God's perspective is to use every single second of our suffering for good. And, you know, I think that's an important point to make, right? It's that um, we don't always know what we're walking through, you know, what God's plan is to use that time to use that experience for what it is we're going through. And on that same day, um, Lisa shares this prayer at the end of that first five um devotional. She says, Father God, you know how tired and discouraged I get when the pain in my life goes on and on. You also know how much I desperately long for you to hurry up and, re- and rescue me. Not later, but right now. Thank you for reminding me that I can trust you in the waiting. I may not know the details of your good plan, but I can make your goodness the starting place to renew my perspective. You are good. Your plans are good. And I can entrust every season of my life into your hands. Ah, I think that's so good. And you know, I I totally get it. It's really hard when we are going through a hard season when, you know, things are the stakes are high, right? For our life for um, maybe our lifestyle, for a loved one, you know, maybe someone's ill, someone's sick, Uh, maybe we're really struggling in our relationship, but whatever it is, we have to know God's there with us, and we have to keep praying and keep thanking God for the change that he's, you know, bringing about, that even the things we can't yet see, right, that he's already putting in place for us. And so I would just encourage you today if you're calling out for God to turn something around, if you're calling on the name of Jesus, just know, just as John sings in his song, God is doing something right now. He is doing something good right now in your life. He is moving things that are unseen at this moment, and they will become clear to you one day. But just keep praying through, keep praying with that tenacity and that devotion and keep thanking God for all the things that you you know already have from Him, the promises you know are coming because He's already told us that these promises are to be given to us. We just have to circle them. We have to ask and pray for them. So keep praying, keep being faithful, and I uh, just pray that you are able to walk through what you're going through and that God will Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Fueled Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it. If you would share it with a friend and if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people, We spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.